We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Are people calling in sick at your place of work? Well, according to the local health department, officially reported flu cases went up from 90 to 250 during the week of Thanksgiving. The good news, RSV cases are dropping. COVID hospitalizations and death trends have not changed a whole lot since June. And this segment is brought to you today by Nebraska Grain Sorghum Board and Nebraska Prep Equipment. Coming up on the show, we've got Thad in from John Henry's Plumbing to talk about humidity. Though You know the static clings in your office? Oh, I had the Band-Aids on my thumbnail this week. Uh, uh, the humidity. Uh. I, I, I have to put lotion on my hands Lotion. Now. Oh, I know. And, uh, and the static electricity at, at the office and at home. Update on residential housing, which, you know, the market is changing. Tammy Lambie in from Realtors Association of Lincoln. Jeff Mall, Lincoln Tourism News, and Downtown News with Rick Heyman from Sarder Heyman Jewelry. So, quite a show for today. Well, let's let's start off with our first guest, Robin. Yes. Um, hi, Thad. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for having me today. Well, let's talk about the overly dry air. Um, give us the, give us the conditions to look for, you know, if you're sitting in your cubicle or sitting in your living room, how do you know something needs to be done and something needs to change? Yeah. You guys both kind of mentioned a couple things like the static electricity, the dry skin. Um, some of that other stuff is, you know, dry eyes, your throat just always feels dry or you feel like you need thirsty all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, squeaking floors in some of those older homes just Mm -hmm. show signs of wood starting to contract. Um, there's many more, you know, like, uh, dry eyes, bloody noses, snoring. So, oh, snoring. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not saying we can fix well, that. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that my wife thinks that from, from my perspective, that that's a year round thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what should your humidity level be? And you know, what, what's the name of the device for people who don't know that they want to use to make sure that that their house is set properly yeah so that device is called a whole house humidifier i typically tell clients to keep their percentage at about 35 percent humidity if you guys notice moisture on the windows when especially when you get in the low teens um single digits that's usually a sign that we have too much moisture in the home and we just kind of need to turn that 35 percent down a little bit but if you have a little bit of moisture in the morning sun comes up starts to warm up that's okay as long as that water disappears we just don't want long-term periods of water otherwise that could start to uh, start some mildew or start to rot your window seals Um, but we can go up to 40 percent if you want if not higher but usually at 40 percent or higher that's where flu viruses mold bacteria mildew start traveling through the air Um, you can also get uh, some smart thermostats that will help you monitor the percentage of humidity that's in your home or you could also go to your local department store and get like a humidistat that helps read some of that humidity levels too let's say you you're pretty sure or you know that you have a humidifier in your house or your office or whatever 
but you're having to drag out more and more vaporizers and it just uh, it, it, there's probably a point maybe where there's something wrong with that equipment or or do we just go through cold snaps and this is just what it's like you know how how do you know if something is wrong yeah a lot of times when we go through those extreme cold snaps the furnace is obviously running more especially if it's a low efficiency furnace furnaces need oxygen to run moisture is in oxygen so that is dehumidifying the air so a lot of times if you do have a whole house humidifier and it just seems like you got to keep adding more vaporizers or portable humidifiers just simply having john henry's come out and maintenance that humidifier change that water panel can make a huge difference um, potentially it could have been installed improperly or not sized properly for the application that your home is um, or it just simply needs to be upgraded just due to the age of it. And a question for you about like an office building that people are working in, because sometimes your company has control over that thermostat and that heater, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's shared with neighbors, or sometimes the landlord is supposed to be the one to take care of that. What can people do if they have high humidity in offices? Yeah, so that sometimes can get kind of tricky just because some of these people in the offices don't own the property. So if you're in one of those instances where you don't own the property, you can get a hold of your landlord and kind of express your concerns to them. And at John Henry's, it, any application is something that we can take care of. We have options for commercial or like residential, like I stated. Um, so just having a service professional out from John Henry's, we can look at your application and get those proper cost over to the landlord or to the business owner if on site. And are there different kinds of, I guess I never thought about this, are there different kinds of humidifiers for office spaces than there are for homes or do you just kind of use the same thing? Yeah, every application is different, but we have just standard bypass humidifiers. We have powered humidifiers, steam humidifiers. So usually in those commercial applications, we try to install steam humidifiers or we can get our engineer involved um, to come up with a better solution if it's something we can't offer. Um, but yeah, sometimes those uh, price ranges from residential to commercial for a humidifier can be 400 to 2500 I know that's a big price jump, um, but every application is different. I want to ask you about something going on in the John Henry's neighborhood because we're asking our guests today about news in their community. Um, you guys are up on Cornusker Highway. Do you have any business openings and closings and things happening up near your company? Yeah, Robin, right now I notice a lot of the Anytime Fitnesses, or actually all of them, have closed in the Lincoln location. One was near us by 27th and Starbucks, and there were also two um, that were south of Lincoln by 70th and Pioneers and also by Super Saver on South 27th. Oh, that, yeah. that's too bad. Yeah, we, we don't. That's, a, that's too bad. And I think I heard some of the same information that uh, that the people can transfer their memberships. To, oh, that's true. To, to, to some, other, some other locations. And Anytime yeah. Fitness. Yeah. Some, well, what else is happening? Um, we had a customer call in, Kathleen Weezer. Um, had asked what is happening with the old Champions Fun Center, and that's approximately located at 15th and Cornusker Highway. Um, I personally like watching boxing and MMA um, fighting on TV, 
So this is kind of exciting. The Southside Boxing Gym um, will be opening there. And they're also going to have an MMA training facility on the upper level, which for people that don't know what MMA is, it's a mixed martial arts right, um, right. fighting style. Um, there will also be event space for graduations, parties, receptions, things in that nature. They are approved to have up to 1,800 people, and they hope to open in about two months. This project will hopefully support, benefit the children and youth in this area, which is great to give kids an extra activity to do. And the owner is hoping to make uh, several connections with the schools here in the Lincoln area. Well, thanks uh, so much for sharing that. That's very yeah. interesting. Thank you. John Henry's that. Plumbing. They are one of our sponsors. We appreciate them. Thanks for coming in and yeah, telling us what to do about those electric static shocks. Um, coming up next, Tammy Lambie from the Realtors Association with the Housing Report. We'll be right back. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. According to the Census Bureau, 94.6% of the households in Lincoln have computers, and 89.3% have broadband internet subscription. This segment is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance, University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business. This is our residential housing segment. We've got a market update for you. And we have Tammy Lambie, the Realtors Association of Lincoln President. And how are you doing, Tammy? I'm doing well. Thank you, Robin. For, so nice of you to have us on here. This is great to have you guys in. They sponsor our show. And I, I don't know if there's a time where we've wanted information more <laughs> than right now because the market is rapidly changing interest rates. Yeah. Can you give us a, a update on interest rates and how are they doing? And are you seeing a change with possible adjustable interest rates? With, well, are you with talking more buyers? Yeah, yeah, are you talking about right this moment or next week or last week? No, just kidding. Exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> interest rates are all over the board. Um, you know, they're hovering around that six to seven percent range. Hmm. It's most important to go in and talk to your uh, lending professional so that you can get the most accurate interest rates that are out there. I think you bring up a good point, and they're just really variable right now. You're seeing a lot of – there's just not as steady as what they have been in the past. It feels like to me, at least, from when I see the different numbers. Do buyers have the mentality or maybe their their realtors helping them that it's going to go down, you can refinance, or is there just a lot of concern out there? There's both. We have – Consumers who are prepared and have talked to their loan officers and put all their ducks in a row. And then there's others who are kind of all over the board and aren't prepared for anything. As a realtor, it's very, very important to guide your consumer and get them going. We're seeing more uh, buy-downs. And that might be a foreign word to a yeah, lot of people. I was going to say, you might have to explain that a little bit to some of our listeners. You can actually buy down your rate, and it's something that can be negotiated. It's something you can talk to your lender about. Uh, but it allows you to start your uh, home buying process at a lower rate than what the current rates are. It's certainly something to put in your arsenal so that you can talk to people and get the most information that you can. It's also kind of a sister to adjustable rate mortgage, uh, but there's 
We could talk 20 minutes just on interest rates if you wanted to. <laughs> well, this is why they need to call a realtor. Yes, right. absolutely. a realtor can summarize it for them. Absolutely. Right. And get them to the right kind of lender. Um, talk to us a little bit about the pace. How fast houses are selling? How many are selling compared to last year? The speed of transactions, the number of transactions. It's really dependent upon the price range. Hmm. And when you're in the... Oh, what we would consider now affordable housing, which is still up there pretty high. Um, the market has slowed, but that's also the good news. The market has slowed. It needed to. Absolutely. Yeah. So now you at least have the opportunity to look at a home in more than 20 minutes and go write an offer. Um, so the market has changed, and that's just you know how it's decreased a little bit. And now a normal healthy market, it can take 30 days to sell a home. Really? And so from a realtor's perspective and from the consumer, they just have to understand it's a little bit different it's than it was over the last 30 years. hours. It's 30 days. Right. And it's <laughs> yeah. not 30 minutes. And yeah. you know, right. But there are still a lot of homes, especially in that under 300 range, that are still only on a few hours. Right. Really? And, really? Right. And hmm. there's still, instead of 32 multiple offers, you might now have three or four. Interesting. And it's still out there. It's still happening. And, and that's the importance of being prepared. So, I, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that price range in the two and a half, you know, and under, you know, still things are going pretty quickly. But you start getting up into... 450 and 5 and 6, those are the ones that are taking a little bit of time. Again, it depends on the home. Yeah. If you've prepared it and it looks pristine and people are ready to just go in, I've seen them go in a day or two. Yeah. Is that right? Absolutely. Even, Still, even, even in that price range. And simply because you, a lot of times that price range is going to be a move-up buyer. So then they'll have that opportunity because their home is still selling quickly, that then they'll want to They have to make a decision. One. Right. Yeah. So you have to yeah. make a decision. Um, so, you know, the, it, the homes are coming on the market. More sales or sales of volume are taking place. It's not just happening as fast as it used to, like I said, in hours. Um, so locally, we set an all-time record with the number of homes sold in 2021, and that was 4,600. So that was an all-time record. And that was up from the previous all-time high of 4,479 in 2020. Um, this year is going to be a little bit lower, somewhere around the 41 to 4,200 mark. Real quick before we let you go, because we're almost out of time, business news around your office, Woods Brothers, which is located in, uh, you're over on... I'm actually, at, I'm actually at 27th and Calvert. 27th. Oh, okay. Yeah, 27th I was thinking you were at one over closer to 84th Street. Yeah. Um, but we do have an office over there. Yeah, mm -hmm. you do. Okay. At 78th and Pioneers. Because there was some big news announced up the road from you guys up at 84th and Van Dorn. Yeah. So actually, Dave and Robin um, up the road on 84th and Van Dorn. Brian Health has purchased the land and buildings formerly owned by Allstate at 2920 South 84th Street here in Lincoln. Uh, this campus will be identified as the Bryan Firethorn Campus. It will be a centralized facility to accommodate business and support functions. It is anticipated to be a three to five year process. 
Now, have has anybody at that Woods Brothers office heard about Bob and Willie's Wonder Bowl, if they're open yet? That's yeah. one that's supposed to open at 84th and Van Dorn. Well, we're watching for it, but, you know, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Well, we, you'll call us as soon as it's done. We yeah. will announce it on our show. Perfect. I'd love people, to. People, people have been wondering about Wonder Bowl. Yeah, super fun. Thanks a lot, Tammy Lambie, and really good information. We appreciate you updating us on the housing market. She's the Realtors Association of Lincoln president. Thank you for sponsoring our show. Coming up next, Jeff Mall from the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce on Lincoln Tourism News. Everyone is excited about new business, and our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. The mean travel time to work in minutes in Lincoln for workers age 16 and over is 18.9 minutes. 78.8% of us are in the civilian labor force. 67.3% of females are in the civilian labor force. Hmm. This segment is possible today because of Christensen Hearing Analytics, Lincoln Airport Authority, and Charter Title. The Chamber of Commerce likes to track all these employment statistics, and we have one of their staff people here today, actually, to talk about the tourism aspect of it. Jeff Mall, how are you doing? Doing well. It is December, and yeah. it is moving fast already. What a crazy year it's been. Oh, I know. But but a back-to-normal kind of year. I love it. Yeah, I love any, it. Anything of is better than what we went through, <laughs> what, 18 months? And, I know, I know. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, Jeff, we've got some big news, though, with this uh, Lincoln Youth Complex coming up. Yeah, I, it, this has been a pride pride and passion piece for me in a, from a tourism standpoint, but also a Chamber of Commerce standpoint. You know, to, to, to announce the Lincoln Youth Complex at first in Cornhusker, eight competitive fields, uh, to be able to bring in these youth tournaments, 8U through 14U, to be the new home in Nebraska Wesleyan baseball and softball, but also provide some great opportunities for the Homer's Heroes program, but also more importantly, what we're going to do for the youth of Lincoln that don't have the opportunity to pay and play. Right? Yeah. We want to provide opportunities for youth. And uh, did we give the location where this is for people yeah, who are like, I believe you now, mentioned that. which one is this? Yeah, so it's first in Cornhusker. It's an old dog run just north of Oak Lake that the city had. Oh, okay. And so we've been working with them on the land, and it's just a, it's a great opportunity to develop that area, to have a great entryway improvement coming in on yeah. I-180 into Lincoln, coming from the airport. I think this is really going to dress up that area and make it more developable for those of you in real estate when you think about the opportunities around there right. to build amenities. Right, more, no, I think more that, attractive. Well, I just, I think to your point, it's really helpful to have a, a facility for people who, who can't always pay for oh. for things. It's, it, it, it's getting very difficult for those folks, and yeah. I, I feel sorry for them. You know, the mental health crisis that we we experience coming into COVID and coming out of COVID, we realized that doing a lot of research, both Rich Clausen and I with uh, Olson, you know, we realized that there's a lot of kids out there that are ignored in society because their parents can't, don't have the wherewithal to do yeah. things. So at the end of the day, we want to roll out a bucket of balls and throw out some baseball bats and softball bats and gloves, and we want to teach kids to play the game. And I want a 30 for 30 episode on ESPN to talk about one kid that learned how to play in Lincoln, Nebraska at the Lincoln Youth Complex and made it big time. That's how serious we are <laughs> about doing goal. this right. That's a good goal. I like it that is. goal. It's a like lofty goal, goal, but I think it's something we can do. Holiday events. It is time. It is time to talk about where Santa is. You know, we've got the Nutcracker at the Leeds Center coming up. Mm. We've got the Grinch at the Leeds Center. Hmm. Zoo lights. 
uh, one of my personal favorites. Those are pretty. Yeah. It's amazing. So Zoo Lights powered by LES now through December 30th. The Children's Zoo. Yes. This weekend, we've got Wax Buffalo's Winter Market on O Street. Breakfast with Santa, just one of many opportunities with the, the, the big guy. Uh, drive through Christmas Light Show over there around Haymarket Park. If you've driven by there, you'll see a lot of things that they do. You stay in your car. And you drive through a Christmas light display with your music and your hot cocoa. I, and I your did cookies. not know that. Yes. Yeah, I, I think I saw something on television about that, possibly. Yeah, this is actually year number two that Charlie Meyer and his team have brought in a firm from outside Lincoln to come in and do an okay. amazing light display. So you can really have a lot of good fun. And Andrea von Kampen, annual Christmas concert at the Rococo. Hmm. Amazing, amazing, nationally known artist. On December 16th. So oh, lots of good Christmas Really good stuff. Um, question for you about the hotels. Mm -hmm. Did the football losses have much effect on the hotels and the bars and the restaurants downtown? Or did the post-COVID return to normal offset some of that? Part two, yes. I would say that that wave of energy that we had coming out of COVID where we had that pent-up anxiety and, and interest in getting out and living our life again, there used to be a day where losses really deterred people from staying in our community or coming into our community. I don't feel like in the last two years with some of the losses that it's really curbed their enthusiasm. The only thing I could point at is we might only get one night out of them when they come into town to stay in a hotel the night before the game. Gotcha. We're in the glory days when we were tearing down goalposts and winning big games. <laughs> and they People were, would stay an extra And they night. were really drunk. Yeah. We left the light on for yeah. them. So. Um, yeah, just lots of good things going on there, and, and just the new energy with the new coaching staff and things coming up we're excited about. Hey, what about 2023 and some potential big conventions? Lots of big things going on. I want to draw attention really quick to the Lincoln Ag Expo, the Nebraska Ag Expo, excuse me, on December 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Lancaster Event Center. This is an 800 exhibitor show it is the second largest ag expo in the United States Yeah, happening at the Lancaster Event Center. Amazing e event. Even if you're not involved in oh. agriculture, you should go because it is fascinating, all of the stuff that they have Yeah, and we, we partner with them. They're going to have an innovation zone this year for entrepreneurship in the ag industry. Yeah. So we want to get the newest and youngest talented individuals to the table to talk about that. We'll have FFA, FCCLA, lots of great conferences, and August 26th and 27th. We're going to do an air show next year. You've probably heard about it, but we're going to have the Navy's Blue Angels back. And the Chamber yes. of Commerce is is we handle the civilian side of things. We partner with the Air National Guard, and uh, we're super excited to welcome over 250,000 people into our community in August. Real quick before you go, we're asking our guests if there's any new businesses moving in near your business. Your business is downtown on Lincoln Mall, kind mm -hmm. of near the Capitol. Any activity going on in Soto, South Lincoln's, the southern part of downtown? Well, you look right across the street from our office at 1128 Lincoln Mall. There's a brand new building being built by Nebco. Jim Abel and his family are doing a great job building yet another iconic piece of Lincoln Mall. The USDA is going to be moving into that facility, and that thing has came out of the ground fast. Well, that's a group of scientists, yeah. I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Once yeah. again, it's an it's an impressive construction project. Huh. It is, and it's really, you, you kind of create that corridor, that connection between the city county building and the Capitol. Uh, there's a rehab of an apartment building, Robin and Dave, going yeah. on at 300 South 17th Street that I think involves some TIF financing. Yes, yes, yes. They are go going to make that available for um, low-income 
Yeah, uh, tw- twenty-two units. Yeah, that's exciting. And another thing that we were excited to be a part of was the Chamber of Commerce's ribbon cutting with Molly Marketing. Steve Molly, Kurt Hesser, they are a bunch of really wild and crazy creative guys. <laughs> they have a new shop down there in the Haymarket, and uh, just a great local product, locally owned, and and doing a lot of great things for not only the corporate, but the tourism industry in the state. Oh, good, good. Well, quite a tie-in there with what you're doing. Well, thanks a lot for promoting Lincoln. It's good to hear some of these activities and events coming in the next few weeks and months. Thanks for all the good information. Yeah, and thanks to the Chamber for sponsoring Grow Lincoln so we can bring you this information. That was Jeff Mall. Coming up next, Downtown News with Rick Heyman from Sarder Heyman Jewelry. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. In 2017, the Census Bureau did an in-depth study of Lincoln businesses and found that there were 6,218 of them. 914 were owned by women. 365 were owned by minorities. And veterans own set 315 companies. Oh, well, this segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sarder Heyman Jewelers, and Lincoln Electric System. And speaking of jobs and economic development, we have Eric Thompson from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln College of Business in, and he's going to give us an economic prediction of what Nebraskans think is going to happen with our economy in the next six months. Welcome to the show, Eric. Happy to be here. Well, what do they think? Well, uh, we produce the leading economic indicator. One of the things we look at is a survey of 500 Nebraska businesses each month. We also have uh, other components based on data that's available. Um, our leading indicator was down slightly in the month uh, of October, just just by about 0.1%, so not a big decline. Now, it's been down four of the last six months, so Hasn't. that suggests the slowing economy. We know the economy nationally. Employers think this is going to slow down in yeah. six. Yeah. Uh, well, in the data that we look at as well. And so, um, and so uh, you know, this probably – what this suggests is that at the beginning of 2023, there's going to be kind of a downshift in Nebraska's economy. But, um, it, but it's not prolific. No, the current estimate, based on the leading indicator, these are moderate drops that we've had for the last six months. So it just suggests kind of a slow or no-grow economy at the beginning of 2023, more of maybe a stagnation than a decline and recession. Are you picking those results up from any particular industries or kind of across the board of the industries that you are surveying? Yeah, four of our six components of the indicator were down. The, the mm-hmm. businesses, the business survey results, the businesses were still a little optimistic in terms of adding employment. But some of our other indicators, like uh, the initial claims for unemployment insurance, had a big uh, uh, had a big uptick in really? October. So that suggests, you know, we've had this very strong labor market from workers' perspective. That might be cooling off a little bit, mm. which you'd expect with the Fed raising interest Which was kind right. of the goal, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so, and uh, other components, uh, uh, airline passenger employments were down a bit. Um, uh, 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 Single-family home building permits were down a little bit. And the value of the dollar, uh, it's improved a little bit here in, uh, recently, but in October it was up quite a bit. That's pretty tough on agriculture and manufacturing and so sure. forth. So, uh, but, you know, I think what Dave said is correct. This is not – the leading indicator is not suggesting a recession. It's just suggesting a slowing. So 
maybe kind of a soft landing scenario. Now, I, I still think there's a possibility, maybe even the most likely, that we'll have, at least nationally, a recession here in 2023. But our leading indicator suggests not in Nebraska, at least at the beginning of the year. We may be cushioned compared to some of the other states and what they experience. Yeah, we just we have a few advantages. We sometimes do a little better in the national economy. So if the national economy has a quote unquote mild recession, if there is such a thing, <laughs> it may be that Nebraska will barely avoid one. Yeah, and 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 just have a little uh, slow growth period. Stagnant. Yeah. yeah, and we've had some fairly strong ag prices. Yes, uh, for for both corn and soybeans. So that's helpful. That's one of the things that helps us. And just our, our workforce kind of tends to stay employed. Uh, we, we got a lot going for us in Nebraska that, that help us with steadiness. Anything yeah. else? Uh, oh, yeah. You mean in terms of an uh, yeah, announcement? <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Because okay. I, I think you actually do kind of have an announcement, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. So... Um, uh, just in uh, uh, talking about things going on in, in, in the neighborhood where, of where I work. The, um, the business college is located in, you know, kind of the central part of the university. But there's been something going on outside your window. And I can tell you're just dying to tell us some news. Yes. Uh, so uh, uh, Lead Place, the new high rise is the, under construction. The high rise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, across from the Lead Center is getting a new restaurant called uh, Aragon, as I understand it which is brought to you by the same people that own uh, Casa Bovina Restaurant on North 84th and Havelock. Uh, also, the Pete family is moving into the building with their new company, which is called the 1890 Initiative, which will be run by Matt Davison. And you can look out your window and, like, you've been watching this thing going up, haven't you? Uh, definitely in the area. And um, You remember the business college has moved. Right. So I would have been able to see it literally out of my window. Out of your old window old is better. College, but, but in your conference room. But yeah, that's right. It, in, in in some parts of our building, out the window, you you do see that. Yeah. Uh, you do see that new high rise. So that's an interesting development for Lincoln. I uh, I've sort of been watching it for the last uh, probably two years. That's yeah. Under development. And to have that restaurant, that's the Piedmontese beef people. Yes. That are, so now we're gonna have a steak place, which there used to be an Applebee's. Applebee's. Yes. Right. So, <laughs> so, so, we're, so we're trading restaurants. Right? We're trading up a little bit. <laughs> we, uh, we missed that one, but it'll be interesting to, to see the new, yeah. the, new, the, new, the new venue there. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, people, if you haven't been to the new business college uh, building, you should go there. It is also a very nice uh, facility that you guys have. Oh, it's wonderful. We, we sure uh, thank everyone who supported us developing the, uh, that building, and it's, it's been real great for the college. Yes. Well, I think we need to move on to our next segment. But thanks a lot for coming in, Eric, and sharing with us not only what's going on in the economy, but a little bit of gossip about that high rise. That's pretty good news. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Have a good Christmas. Thank you. We'll be back in one moment with Rick Heyman from Sarder Heyman Jewelry. This city is my city, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here, I got it made and if I have my way, I'm gonna stay forever recording. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. 92.9% of those of us in Lincoln are high school graduates or higher. 39.9% of us have a bachelor's degree or higher, according to the Census Bureau. Well, I think those sound like... uh above average results. Robin. I'm 
think I'm that's pretty that good. Are. Yeah. Uh, this this segment is possible today because of John Henry's Plumbing, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and Baylor Evnen Law Firm. We have been trying to connect with Sarder Heyman Jewelry, and unfortunately, technology is failing us today. Um, but they are one of our sponsors and are having a particular promotion right now. They sent out a beautiful mailer this week. I, I wanted to ask them about styles of wedding rings and engagement rings and how the styles are changing. So we'll try to get them on maybe for uh, Valentine's Day about that. But um, they they had coupons in the mailer for 100 to to $1,000 off. Don't throw that thing away. I wow. Mean, that was an impressive mail. Those, are, that they those are significant. Yeah. And yeah. I was also going to ask him about Rick Heyman from Sarder Heyman. Um, Dami Dami restaurant closed, which is right up the street from them. That was a Mediterranean one. Yeah. That shut down. Um, and there, there's all these other things happening in downtown Lincoln, too. We were going to see if he had been to any of these places or if he knew. But, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of downtown news. Yeah, we've got a little bit of news. Uh, as you just mentioned, uh, that Dami Dami closed. But uh, there's a new place at, what, 1323 O Street, Robin? Yeah, 664 Tacos and Bar. And that looks like a... Um, street taco place and it's local they don't have any other stores they said that we're the only store and, oh, that's, and that's on the south side of o 1323 and uh aging department building little bit of information yeah the link the aging department which is kind of co-run by both the county and the city they've got a building next to gold's galleria and this building is actually pretty huge i mean it does not look big from the outside, but it's like three stories with an atrium. They're moving 30,000 square feet of office space out of there over to over by the vet's hospital. Yeah. They're leaving downtown. Right. And I walked through that building yesterday looking at that, and it's got a lot of decent office space in it. Well, I would imagine so. I mean, and you're saying that they're they're moving all of their operation to the 70th and O Street area. Yeah, so the building's going up for sale. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, how about uh, Antelope Square, Robin? At uh, This is between P&Q on 21st Street. 154 apartments are under, were, were under construction. I think they're completed now. Uh, opening or under construction, excuse me. They're planning on opening in 2024. And 10 to 15 percent of those will be affordable housing. Yeah, about 15 of the of the 154 units would be affordable housing. So that's yeah, a and pretty... we and we we have a real need for that in Lincoln. Yeah, it's it's hard to for people who are struggling uh, financially to find a place to, I, to stay. I don't know what they do. Yeah, it's it's been tough. Oh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, the um, filling station. Yes. By Mojava at 200 South 18th is apparently temporarily closed. We talked about this, I believe, uh, on LNK uh, or on Jack and Friends. That's our Thursday morning show where we announce retail and restaurant lose to my news. To my knowledge, the filling station has not reopened. And that's at 18th and N where the panic bar used to be. And they were making a try at that. 
as a coffee shop. But Mojava and University Place is open. I know that because we were doing a showing up in University Place the other day, and they had all their lights on and everything. So that original. They, were, were they full of Christmas? Uh, yes, there were Christmas de- decorations and things like that. That yeah, lots of lights. So I know the original Mojava is still open. Oh, that's good to hear. Did you hear about all that stuff going on at 50th and O in that grocery store that used yeah. to be called Fresh Time? Yeah, well, they're going to get a new they're going to get a new uh, group in there, aren't they? It's a national yeah. chain grocery store coming. We have kind of we were aware of this for probably you know a little while, but we just needed to get some confirmation on a few things. And so, hey, why don't why don't you tell our listeners about uh, Fresh International Market? They will specialize in live lobsters crabs, fish, clam, etc., and Asian produce. They're going to have a kitchen that will offer sushi and dim sum, among other things. This company has four locations in the Midwest. This is the first one in Nebraska. Um, There are opening stores in North Carolina and Texas. They hope to be open before the Asian New Year's holiday. Well, there you go. So Robin. not yeah, and we've we've been seeing construction activity in there, so we knew that this was underway, but Well, and I saw a building permit that it that came across for that facility, but it was very generic sounding. It it just said for a grocery store. And that's all it said. Yeah. yeah. It was it was like a if I remember correctly, it was like a refrigeration system. Oh, okay. Yeah. Funny, these little hints that we get. Do we yeah. have time for any more business news? Well, we sure do. Okay. I think we can. New pop-up retail store not too far away from there. 630 North Cottoner Boulevard. So maybe, you know, between O Street and Vine on North Cottoner. Paisley Lynn Boutique Home Decor is moving into that spot there. Well, that sounds good. But, Robin, I do think at this point in time, we probably need to wrap things up. That's all for Girl Lincoln. Thanks a lot. And send us your announcement about your business opening, closing, or relocating via Facebook or Twitter. (laughs) 